0: Welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heroes. Yeah, yeah. With me, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. And I'm your host, Orlando, for this podcast. All right. So nice. today we're gonna be viewing, be reviewing Suicide Squad. Or does Suicide Squad? The
1: Suicide Squad. Yep.
0: Does yeah. Suicide Squad? Um. <laughs> a. Uh, DC film, also in theaters, and on HBO Max. Uh, so like always, we're going to give a quick premise of the movie, then we're going to jump into our spoiler-free thoughts, and then we're going to dive right into our spoilers. Uh, right. I, uh, Pedro, take it away with the premise.
1: All right. <clears throat> so the premise is it takes place in the DC world, Where Superman and Batman are a thing. But this follows a group of supervillains that have been imprisoned. And they are recruited into a black ops team. That if they complete the mission they get time off their sentence. So as the title suggests they get thrown into these ridiculous missions. um, That most likely involve them getting killed. Ergo Suicide Squad. So it pretty much follows them getting thrown into an island to stop a experiment a secret experiment in the island and chaos and shoes
0: right all right it's pretty premise um so now we're going to our spoiler free thoughts i'll start first so i would give this uh film three out of five um i really liked a solid
1: three Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i mean i liked it you know i know i really liked it as a four uh but i i liked it um, overall mm-hmm. um, lean towards that, I really like it. Um, you know for me like I said it's it's the same um, things I always complain about you know superhero movies and the same setup you know stuff like that and not being impressed with fight scenes, stuff like that. Um, but you know this movie had a lot of humor in it and I think for the most part it delivered. Um, I think it did not take itself too seriously, which is great um i like how expendable everybody is in a way that's to right right get 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 um into sport sport ter- territory but i did like how it lived up to the suicide squad name um a little bit of a the typical uh story but overall i thought for the most part the writing is what held it together
1: cool um for me I agree with a good chunk of what you said but I still I give it higher. I give it a 4. I actually really liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it because you know we reviewed the first one and we were pretty we were pretty disappointed with the first Suicide Squad cuz it wasn't what it promised to be. Now this one on the other hand was a total revamp. Still a sequel but a complete revamp and it definitely did what it said that it was going to do. It was funny it was gory, uh, and like you said, members were very expendable. So we got what we wanted out of it, and um, and I actually did enjoy a lot of the action scenes. I I like that uh, a lot of the the members got their chance to shine and had some really good scenes. the The chemistry between them was a, was was actually very good compared to because. Compared to the first one where they kind of got forced into some character moments that didn't really like fly for me Like maybe there was a bar scene in the first one that was kind of okay And we wanted more of that, but we didn't so this one you get plenty of moments like that plenty of downtime Between the action and the outrageous scenes and uh, which was what I felt was missing in the first one So they gave me everything that I wanted in a Suicide Squad movie, which is why um, I liked it so much and um, It didn't feel even though Harley Quinn was in it, it didn't feel like a Harley Quinn movie. Like, you know, we talked about Birds of Prey that was also supposed to be an ensemble cast. But when you watch it, it's just Harley Quinn and Friends rather than Birds of Prey. And uh, and in this one, it was more of a team thing. And obviously it's James Gunn doing this and he's done team movies before with his Guardians. So I'm glad that he, he kept it going. He kept that everyone was able to carry this movie pretty much equally. So yeah, I, yeah. Overall, overall, everything, everything I wanted out of it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that uh, statement. Being that it's not a Harley Quinn movie, um, it's and it's, it's definitely not. You you would think it would be. You would think she would have more screen time, but I mean, she has mm-hmm. just enough, just as much as anybody else. I would say in the movie. Yeah. Uh, she has a bit, you know, more than some some people, but for the most part, everyone's allowed. To shine in I would say own-
1: blood sport. Blood sport had the most because for a while it seemed like the movies through his point of view, but then once it shifts to the team aspect, everyone gets equal equal right. treatment.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I think um, it was a pretty solid movie, and um, I really enjoyed it. All right, so if you haven't watched this movie yet, um, oh, once again, um, we brought this up during our. Um, our, um... What's that movie with Scarlett Johansson? Black Widow. Oh, B- Black Widow. Right, so mm-hmm. we brought this up. This movie is on uh, streaming services. It's on HBO Max and is in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, Pedro, I know you saw it at theaters, in the in the theaters. And once again, mm-hmm. I did not watch it in theaters. I streamed it. Uh, <laughs> so we have a different perspective of watching movies currently in this ter- current climax. Um... So how do you feel? Um, to climax is climate. Sorry, climate. I, I, I had a myself. I was, was going to
1: correct you, but I, I was waiting for you to. No, continue I, yeah, your no, no, no. In you... like,
0: this current climax, no one's climaxing here. Um, alright. So yeah, in this current yeah. climax, I hope not. Yeah, no. I just we're just got <laughs> all over the place. Um, so,
1: so it is. It is... It'd just be all over the place. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> like this sentence.
0: Yeah. So in the, in the current state of the world and the affairs, you saw it in, movie, in the movie theaters. I saw it at home. Tell me about mm. your experience um, in the movie theaters. Um, are, I want to ask you a question. Are movie theaters back in general before we start?
1: Yes. Uh, it depends on the movie, of course, because I watched Green Knight and that shit was dead fucking empty. But I watched this one and it was every single seat like packed right um so yeah they're back it just depends on the movie but for the most part they are
0: all right cool 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 so yeah so then i guess uh yeah man how how was it like do you think this movie is you know we always do is it worth it is but i want to ask you is this movie worth going to the theaters for
1: i think so uh so this one so i i watched this one in imax and i know i saw black widow on imax as well and i had mentioned to you that there were some scenes where you can tell it was the widescreen look like normal and then when it cut to action scenes that's where it blew up into imax and this one you didn't have that this one the entire movie was filmed imax so the screen was huge the entire time and so normally so i go to the pines um imax and i've noticed normally their sound isn't as intense as the Dolby but I don't know what it was about this movie but that shit almost busted my fucking eardrums how loud it was so I felt like I got the IMAX and the Dolby in one so in those action scenes which there were plenty of I was like holy shit this feels like intense and with the huge screen it just added to it so uh this movie just because it has so much visually to offer that way I I I feel it's worth watching it in theaters
0: Yeah, um, I saw it at home on my TV Um, and you know, I haven't been to the movies for over a a year Um, And I've been itching to go back Um, And you know, there are some colorful scenes in this movie um, that Mm -hmm. really stand out There's a couple CGI moments that really stand out And um, you know, I complain a lot about fighting scenes but technically I haven't seen an actual fighting scene in the movie theaters in over a year so like mm-hmm. I've been complaining a lot about movie th- movie superhero movies like that's been my my current trope it's to feel like like they're not, they're not satisfying me as much but I haven't actually sat down in movies since early 2020
1: to um, see right if it's yeah. so
0: so you know it could be that like, I'm so far removed from that experience that I'm not Appreciating like it for what it's worth, you know. Um, Maybe. So, but you yeah. could also
1: just have you could also just have superhero fatigue.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I, I think that's where I'm at. But I mean, like I said, like there was I, I when you said about like so like, watching some of the fight scenes, there are some cool fight scenes that I was just like, oh, I like how this is filmed, mm-hmm. or I like how this is it. It
1: was, it was a very colorful movie too. It yeah. wasn't bland like the first one. The first one was very muted tones. Even the uh, costumes were very muted. But in this one, everyone pops. Like, even Flag, who had tactical gear in the first one. In this one, he's got a big fucking loud yellow shirt. You know, like, everyone pops. Like, the characters. Yeah. They, you could tell who's who. Like, boom. Yeah. From peripheral. It's quick.
0: And I think I think that might have, you know, I got to go to, I got to go back to see, like, a big event. <laughs> a big blockbuster well, event. Well, sh- uh,
1: Shang-Chi, I mean, I know it's back to capes. And I know you're saying that you have superhero fatigue. But Shang-Chi's coming up, so. Yeah. And that one's that one's only going to be in theaters. Apparently, it's not going to be on Disney Plus. Oh, so. so
0: they're removing. They're, they're going to start removing Disney Disney movies. I mean, um, Marvel movies. Yeah, uh,
1: the the director or someone they said, yeah, some uh, at one point we have to uh, to plant the flag or press down and go. This is enough. And I guess this was the movie where they said this is it. So I guess we'll see. So Scarjo must be punching the air right now. <laughs> 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 Just. <laughs> She's like you if could've only, do that for me? She's like if
0: only I could play a Chinese woman, I could have I could have got my millions. If only I could have been Chinese yeah. for this movie. Uh, uh,
1: again. Uh, uh, if only I could have played an Asian woman again. Yes,
0: if only I could be an Asian woman one more time. Yeah. Um okay. <laughs> alright. So alright, um yeah, so I mean, I recommend it to watch this movie either either way, honestly. Um, if you're mm-hmm. still um you know, worried about being in crowded theaters. How about you? Maybe you could wait until, like, towards yeah. the end. The end of the of the movie cycle, that you, then you can watch it in, like a less crowded theaters. Um, and and yeah, but I do recommend watching it. I think you should definitely watch it. However, you feel comfortable, most comfortable, whether it be on HBO Max or in theaters. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into our spoilers. Uh, spoiler. Our uh, spoiler review. guys so just letting you know spoilers ahead all right all righty
1: so all right i'll I'll get started i'll get started okay so uh i loved the beginning (laughs) right from the get-go you know you get the the nice slow introduction of all the members and they're all really ridiculous looking members And, you know, you get Weasel, you get Javelin, you get like all these fucking wackos and you're like, what in the hell? And you're expecting, I mean, a lot of people have seen the trailer, so you already kind of deduced based on screen time who makes it and who doesn't. But if you went into the movie completely in the dark, you would have been like, whoa, okay, these are the guys that I'm going to follow the whole fucking movie. And then when that opening happens and everyone just gets absolutely fucking destroyed... You're just like, whoa. (laughs) And then the guy that you expect is going to be the badass, which is essentially Merle Yondu, uh, just runs away like a little bitch and gets his head blown off. You're just like, whoa. And then when his blood shows Warner Brothers Presents, you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? You know, it's like it's kind of like, a what the hell did I just get myself into moment? Right. And I love that. I love that. It was, uh, what's the word that we like to use for Last Jedi?
0: (laughs) Uh, it's subverted our expectations.
1: There you go. So, <laughs> so the phrase, this movie was very subversive and it subverted expectations big time because even though you're saying it's a typical superhero movie, it definitely has its tropes, 100%. But- in the case of this intro, it threw all of it out the window. This was the Luke Skywalker tossing the lightsaber moment of like, oh, you think this is your team? <laughs> they're dead, you know? <laughs> so, obviously it was people we didn't care about, so there was no fallout for it, but it's still the... I mean, some people did like Captain Boomerang, which was pretty ballsy, I gotta say, that they killed him right in the beginning.
0: Right, I mean, it's funny because out of the suicide squad, he's next to Rick... What is it Rick Fla- what's
1: his name yeah R- Rick Flag Boomerang and yeah. Harley Quinn I was gonna say Rick Flair next to Rick, Rick, Rick
0: Flair woo he, I was like Rick <laughs> Flair that's not right I was like I, I was about to say it. I was like I know that's not right Um, next to Rick Flag Harley Quinn and Boomerang is like the next I would say, I would say the next uh, noticeable character he's been he was in Suicide Squad then he was mm-hmm. in Birds of Prey uh, in the poster I think Remember where he was like, oh, I Who heard, like, was? Uh boomerang. Like
1: a- oh you're right, you're right. It was like a mugshot. Yep. A yep. mugshot, yeah.
0: A mugshot. a mugshot. So there's like a lot of references to him. Like like he's pretty consistent yeah. in the DCU, if you wanna mm-hmm, if you wanna mm-hmm. say.
1: D-D-C-E-U, DCEU, remember. It's extended. they they've made that up, yeah.
0: Yeah, so um so yeah, he's he's pretty consistent in the in the movie, so it's surprising that they would kill him off and out of that gang, it seemed like he had decent powers, you know?
1: I mean, he was chucking a boomerang that's like a lightsaber that was like chopping through people. It was, it was pretty cool visually, but yeah. yeah. They,
0: they I mean, but compared to the rest of the gang, that was literally the guy who can like detach
1: his arms. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> I, and I especially love that it was Nathan Fillion. So it's just like they picked him to be the most ridiculous character. And all of these characters are actually real... Characters from DC except maybe weasel. I was reading somewhere that weasel is uh, It's an actual comic strip character That he's supposed to be like the illegitimate child of Garfield It's something really fucking bizarre like a looney Tunes looking character Yeah, and he just made a, a disgusting live-action form of it So he's not actually from DC, but he's still from a comic technically. So yeah, all of these people are actually from comics and uh, Yeah fucking taking them out so quickly and starting it up and then realizing they were just um a distraction for the other team was pretty brilliant because uh they don't mention this but i'm assuming that waller amanda waller the one that uh that leads the team through the comms you would assume that she knew that they were all gonna get wiped out and that this guy like betrayed them and everything and she probably just didn't lift a finger because it's like oh well whatever you're gonna you're gonna be the distraction anyway, so it doesn't matter. So right. in my mind, I just figured she knew all of it and she did it anyways because she's she's a bad bitch, <laughs> you know. Like oh, well, right. whatever, I'm gonna. And, and she's
0: also not sending like top tier talent if you think about it.
1: Right, it's kind of fucked up though. The flag is part of that uh, fod- cannon fodder team, but it just goes to show she just doesn't give a shit about anyone. She just right. wants to get the mission and call it a day
0: right yeah because like i mean you know you you can say what you want about uh the the sewage the suicide squad you know the one that the movie Mm -hmm. follows but they have some pretty talented uh, group of characters you know Polkadot, while Mm -hmm. like nervous and anxious like his his powers are pretty badass like
1: they were yeah
0: pretty pretty strong um you know the rat girl like Oh room. man,
1: she was so overpowered. Yeah. When you thought about it at the end, you're like, she's the strongest one easily. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And then you have Peacemaker and and um, Blood and Blo- Bloodsport, who are pretty similar. Um, yeah.
1: Which which was one of the jokes,
0: right? But yeah. still, like they're they're like it's 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 uh, definitely a powerhouse team compared to like you know Harley. Obviously, is is a character that shines, but she just has uh. What is it called? She's just like she's chaos. She's chaos, but the reason why she's always survives is she has plot armor. Right. She really doesn't she, have like like that much. Well,
1: yeah, you've seen her fight. You've seen her do stuff. So she obviously has skills. But when you compare her to the other villains, it's like plot armor. Yeah, like like, like Joker or like anyone in the batman family they're all plot armor
0: right right compared to yeah like the reason the reason you're not dead is because you're likable at this point so right um
1: yeah because you didn't get shot up at the beach like they shot up everyone but then to her they're like oh put your hands up oh okay you know and then she got lucky that the they like her you know oh yes you're uh an example to uh anti-american and she's like yeah whatever (laughs) you know
0: um, yeah, I mean I, I I thought that was um pretty interesting. Um like her her plot, like her character plot where, where she gets captured and then she falls in love with the dictator in a way. Yeah. Um you know, yeah. I, I did like the, the quickness of it all, of like how uh, all of how, mm-hmm. uh, it how unfolds because it just shows how batshit crazy she is, you know, like
1: Yep. And, and and it's in extremes. It was like, hey, I'm going to fuck your brains out. And then I'm going to kill you. It's like two complete extremes. Right. Just bam, bam. And you're like, like you mentioned so quickly, you're like, what just happened? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, I kinda, I think it just demonstrates just uh, the, like her, like the, how unscrewed, like her mind is, like in terms of just like, mm-hmm. who, like who she is, like, she's just all over the place and like, not really aware of like one minute she's this feeling this way the next minute she feels a different way so yeah yeah um i
1: also liked so adding to that her action sequence was one of the ones i liked where she's shooting everyone up you know as she's breaking out and then when she grabs her javelin which is also a reoccurring thing she needs to figure out what's the point of the javelin that it was entrusted to her which is um you know i, I mentioned in previous podcasts whenever you introduce something that important it needs to have a payoff you know the whole checkoffs gun thing So when that is introduced, I'm like, oh, there's going to be some use for this. And of course, she uses it to break out. And then it turns into like a funny little Disney princess thing where it's animated. And there's like animated birds tweeting around. Right. So it's kind of cool because you you get a little moment of how everything looks inside her head. Of like, oh, sunshine, rainbows, birds. And then, you know, while, while the and even the blood at one point, as she's slicing them up, the blood starts turning into flowers and colors. So, yeah, it's just a really good scene because you get to see her kick ass, but you also get to see how she sees it, which is like innocent in a way, in a weird way.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, even when she kills um, the dictator, she's kind of like, oh, I killed you, but I did it for good reasons. You know, I did it because you're going to harm kids and I can't I can't have that, you know.
1: Right. Right. And then she straight up goes, and you're prettier this way anyways. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I thought that was great. And
0: One of the the things that I, you know, I'm not sure if there's a, like, inside joke or some of a correlation. But, you know, most movies that have, like, this kind of plot where they have to save the world from, like, impending doom. It's always like we need to save, you know, the world. Like that's usually like oh, we need to save people, we need to save society. Like that's kinda like the line that's thrown out most of the time. And in this movie, it must have been like three or four times. They're just like, we gotta save these kids. They're hurting kids. And I don't know why, but I like drew like a line to James Gunn's firing of Marvel. Cause he was fired for like pedal. Pedophile tweets, in a way.
1: Yeah, like yeah, jokes. Yeah. Weird, dark, weird, dark pedo jokes. Yep.
0: Yeah, and and not not to get like off a tangent or like off off topic, but <laughs> I don't know why. Like I I I just saw that. Like why did they keep mentioning kids? Like it's just a joke. Like I thought like he put that in as like a joke. Like mm. like we gotta save these kids. Ha-ha. Like I don't know. It was just it was referenced like three or four times. Like more than like than <laughs> it should be. You know. Hmm. and to, in my opinion it was it was like the like the phrase kids was mentioned so many times that like i'm just like what the hell because usually like i said when you save the world just like we just gotta save the world you know we gotta save people mm-hmm. and for them it was just yeah. like kids 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 and i'm just like why do we keep talking about kids so i, I don't know. remember
1: that i remember it maybe mentioning once obviously when harley was saying oh you know you said about killing kids or but, I mean, if it was mentioned more than that, I sincerely doubt there's any correlation. You probably just put it. Yeah. And, I
0: think maybe and, I just drew that, that line just because, like...
1: Yeah, okay. you're like, wait, is he making fun of himself in a weird way? Or I, I, I definitely... Even, even if they mentioned it multiple times, I wouldn't have took it that way, I guess. Not, not, not like that, no.
0: Yeah. I think I'm just thinking about, like, the... Because his hiring of DC is a, it's from a, it's from, like, a domino effect of like certain right. like you know m- events you know so i see that and i i cannot I, I i like you're in you're directing this movie for a reason so i
1: draw yeah, you're directing because right yeah 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 so they i pretty much said oh marvel dropped the ball well we're gonna pick it up because you're successful right yeah 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 he would but, never it's, it's it's obvious this would never have been a thing if he didn't do those tweets in a weird way if you think about that right <laughs> domino yeah. effect but yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. Going back to the movie, um, how do you feel about uh, Bloodsport and uh, Peacemakers like rivalry?
1: So even before that, so in- introducing Bloodsport, I thought was really cool because he's introduced just cleaning gum off the floor, you know, doing all like the bullshit jail stuff, and so you don't really know how much of a badass he is. But then of course comes Waller doing the narrating of you know you put Superman in the hospital for shooting him and all that. And then, uh, and then it cuts to him visiting or the daughter visiting him. And there's that. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Their argument of like where she's saying, oh, I, I got arrested because I got caught stealing a smartwatch, a TV watch or something they called it. And he's like, why the fuck are you going to watch TV on your fucking phone? And then he's pretty much mad at her for getting caught rather than doing the stealing. Like, hey, that's why right. you need a lookout guy. So it, it, it was just a funny look into how dysfunctional he is and they are that it's like he's definitely not the typical dad you know
0: right right like so his, a, his, his a, mindset a f- his mindset was like why like you're so stupid that you got caught like i'm so ashamed of you that you got caught like it was yeah. like that
1: and exactly i'm ashamed you got caught period and then i'm ashamed you got caught stealing something so fucking stupid like watching a goddamn tv on your watch you know yeah and, and, and of course, her comeback is pretty much saying, you know, you're never around, I did it for attention, you know, that type of stuff, right? Of like, be my fucking dad and stop, stop, you know, being like that anyways. But I just thought it was a really cool uh, character moment of just showing, yeah, th- th- these this guy isn't well or whatever. But then of course that sets off where Waller uses her as leverage so that he can get on the mission. So now he's finally in the mission. Because you assume before that, there have been multiple missions and he's turned it all down because he says, I'll tell you again, turning it down. But then finally, I guess with her visit and her stealing the watch, that's when when they 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 got the leverage to, to use him. So now once he's in the mission, you start seeing him in his, you know, in his badassness. And then, of course, the rivalry with Peacemaker or Piss, piss Taker, like he calls him, is... Um, they they both have the same exact origin, you know, pretty much trained by their father to be a killer, a uh, perfect marksman, that type of shit. So when they're in that camp scene of taking everyone out and it's just a dick measuring contest of who kills who in the cooler way, um, just them one upping each other and just going, oh, that's pretty fucking cool like that. I, I just thought that was so funny because it's definitely dark comedy at its best. It was it was taking a page out of like Deadpool, Deadpool humor.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, for uh, sure.
1: Just the whole like dropping the fan into the guy's bathtub so that he just gets electrocuted. Or even the guy that was sleeping and Peacemaker just starts like stabbing him repeatedly as he's walking up, like nonchalant without even looking at him. It's just little moments like that where you're just cracking up and you're like, oh yeah, we're just laughing at people dying in all kinds of different ways. It was, yeah, it, it was good. I thought it was a great dynamic because they are the same, but they're so different as well that you, you get to see them like, you know, bump heads. So right. I, I, I thought it was a really good, really good dynamic between them.
0: Yeah, it, it's interesting that because um, um, obviously, you know Amanda Waller, Emma was a sentiment to destroy like the U.S.'s involvement with this like starfish monster or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Peacemaker <clears throat> takes the side of like America. Like we need to protect like America's image. Yep. And stuff, which is a weird thing because like he he is he's arrested he's part of the the, he's a prisoner right
1: right? he is a prisoner because uh they open the bars when he comes out and gets with all my heart i don't care how many men women and children i kill to make it you know so obviously the guy's not right in the head and he's all about you know america and he's gonna be getting his spinoff show so i guess we might see a little bit more of exactly how he got into prison or what the fuck is up with him but obviously he's like ride or die for america how he got into prison i guess he just did vigilante shit and then they're like yo you can't do that but he's just like yeah whatever it's for america type stuff so um we don't know too much about him but we-
0: like it's just they really. really yeah, you're in is- prison
1: why, why, why would you be down for the country that imprisoned you is what you're thinking
0: right like there really isn't no there is no yeah. incentive to like ride or die for this country like you're locked up for mm-hmm. essentially should be like i guess it's it has to be more than life like if, she, if she's knocking out 10 years from an assignment, you're clearly in prison for like like life or more or whatever, you know?
1: Life is technically tw- starting at 25. 25 years and up is considered life. So, yeah, they're definitely doing life because if yeah, like you said, 10 years a a, a mission then
0: yeah, cuz that's there what that was her that was her like incentive, like you do this and we knock mm-hmm. off 10 years. So, if you're in prison right. for for if you're only knocking out 10 years and that's and they're yeah. doing it but by, also like, right you have to be in prison for like a double life or you know for, for a long time yeah yeah
1: some, some some intense so maybe he just killed a bunch of fucking people uh, that he thought were terrorists or some shit and, and he was just like yeah for America and they're like you're fucking psycho and locked them up so yeah. he doesn't seem like the guy that uh, the type of guy that takes it personal like oh you locked me up fuck America no he's just like yeah whatever when I'm out I'll keep I'll keep making this country safe like just completely bonkers
0: right right that's true and i and
1: i loved uh i love that it was um john cena because (laughs) um it's you know he's been doing comedy for a while uh he started doing some serious roles that you know just weren't really working then when he did comedy i was like all right you 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 definitely have comedy chops because it's a nice um it's a nice like juxtaposition of his like fucking body size and like the persona he had wrestling so you see him as like maybe acting like a pansy or like oh you know it's it's funny because it's like wow you wouldn't expect that and in this one they kind of mix the badassness with the comedy together and then you completely turn him in the other side of a moral compass of like whoa this guy's crazy which is also 180 of his wrestling persona so it just seems so not like him in every way this character that it's like this is perfect i think it was a perfect choice for him
0: yeah i agree i mean uh you're right he has been doing a lot of comedy roles uh as a recent and i i agree with you I, I think when it comes to like you know wrestlers becoming actors like he's mm-hmm. never he's never gonna reach the rocks like level in terms of fame um i think
1: yeah. but, mm, and- i wouldn't say never but but it's not likely
0: yeah, not likely. Um, and I think with The Rock can do both. He can do comedy and he can play like a villain or yeah. a badass. Um, and I think it's because he did it so well while he was wrestling. And I think John Cena doesn't really do it that. Way. Like when John Cena plays his character in wrestling, it's you could t- it's more than ever you could tell that it's so beyond like fabricated, you know. For um, sure, yeah. And I think bah, that. Bah, nah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it doesn't translate well when he goes when he went into movies. But yeah, I agree with you. I think I think in comedy he definitely has a stride because just yeah, the way he he's built, he's fucking built like a fucking rock. Um you know, so I just think that and even like just like for some reason like with The Rock, it, he's built, but then it kind of goes along with everything about him, like his head and like his like just his structure. But John it, Cena he just, just looks, looks like
1: like a cookie cutter, you know. All American super buff bodybuilder guy, like kind of like, like an Arnold body type, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it just when for John Cena it just looks weird. Like I just yeah whenever I see him in general, he just looks it just isn't it doesn't yeah. and, and maybe I just don't look at I don't see him that much on screen. I don't watch wrestling. Right. So maybe yeah, I'm just yeah. not used to like the way he looks, but he just looks like a fucking Ken doll. Like in general.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it, essentially, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the scenes for Free Guy, but there's like a Ryan Reynolds buff. This is kind of like that, like, like yeah. a scene like that. Yeah, he looks um, like that, yeah. Because he looks like that, there's a scene that had me fucking, like, I wasn't expecting it, I just started cracking up in the theater, it was where he comes out with his fucking tidy whitey um, underwear when when they go to see what's going on in the woods, and he's just completely naked except for his underwear. That was just such a fun, like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Just like completely, oh, wait, well, there's nothing wrong with it. And then the whole, oh, a tidy whities, and he's like, that's racist. You know, it's just like <laughs> such weird, weird duck comedy in that whole scene that um, I thought for the most part, so going into the movie, I was like, oh, maybe James Gunn is going to throw in some jokes that won't land. I think for the most part, they all hit for me, in my opinion. I don't think there was ever a joke that he threw in there for the joke purpose that made me go like ah that wasn't no i i i think all of them hit pretty good because he just has this weird dark sense of humor that i at least uh find really entertaining
0: yeah i think i agree with you i think for the most part i think um it landed most of the jokes landed so so yeah um talking about some of the other characters what did you how do you feel about uh polka dot
1: oh yeah polka dot man I loved him. (laughs) Uh, Comic-wise, I didn't really know anything about him. He would come up as a joke in the new comics. Because a lot of new comics now like to reference old shitty characters and kind of revamp them. But then mention how shitty they were. It's like a thing that they're doing now. Like embracing their Z-list villains. So I heard about him. And I've seen him in other things. But seeing him here... In a way that he still looks goofy. But at the same time make him super useful. And give him that weird thing of like vomiting polka dots and shit. I thought that was fucking bizarre as hell. And it was very James Gunn. Because you know uh, I saw. First time I saw a James Gunn movie was when Slither came out. And that movie was really fucking weird. There's a lot of weird like creature effects of like faces swelling up. Like with aliens in them and shit. So when I saw polka dot. You know where he gets all that shit on his face. Where he starts like morphing. I I just immediately had like flashbacks of, oh, he's going back to like Slither days of like gross shit. But I thought he was fucking hilarious. The weird relationship he had with his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was so good that you get to, just like how you're inside Harley's head momentarily for her Disney sequence, you're inside Polka Dot Man's head momentarily every time he envisions her to, to do something, you know, even sometimes like weirdly, like in the dance sequence that was also fucking hilarious where he's just dancing around and having fun. And then he just imagines his mom is, is everyone. And that's where you see his face kind of looking a little like, Oh, getting awkward. And then of course the scene that I know you like, cause I heard you laughing and it was, we're Starro <laughs> at the end he's like that's your mother (laughs) (laughs) and it's just this (laughs) it's just the actress just oh like all (laughs) screaming and shit it was so funny because they didn't cg a person they just literally just filmed this woman there (laughs) so it looked even funny it looked like power rangers level shit it was so (laughs) funny (laughs) it was just a great ongoing joke that also uh you know also character moments so the main team got really good character moments and uh, and it, it definitely was he he had some too so yeah i, I just liked it and, and the thing that he was kind of like suicidal too where they're like oh uh we're gonna die and he's like oh god i hope we do you know it's just <laughs> the, the guy's clearly not right in the head like you could tell i think he mentioned that his mom like experimented on him along with like other family members yeah he's the, the only one that made it you're that right, right. You're right. That's what it was. So yeah, it's just like that. Completely dysfunctional, just like the rest of the team. Uh, I I I liked them. I liked them a lot. I I was sad to see him go when he went out. I was like, oh man. Oh well. Fuck it. You know, they're all suicide expendable anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I um. I really enjoyed that. Well, um, I think my lesser character, even though I would agree that she is the most powerful character, is uh, Rat Girl. Or I forgot her name.
1: Rat Catcher. Really? You would say that's your least favorite of the team?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just you I can- guess everybody was very funny, and everyone had like their their their, their thing, like their
1: their guess, yeah their their their, their stick, right?
0: Yeah. And I guess for she, her, she
1: had hers though. She had her little Sebastian that's always waving. Her little rat. <laughs>
0: I think, I think she was very good. Of, of all of the wacky characters, she was the most grounded. Yeah. So I think that's For probably sure. what it is. Is that, like, in a movie filled with, like, so many, like, crazy and wackiness, and she's kind of like, I just control rats, and my dad died. It was very just like, okay.
1: If anything, Rick Flagg is the most grounded, which is right. probably why did, they him. He tried didn't get getting getting that much him... screen
0: time. He didn't get that, that much no, screen
1: time. No, no. Which is fine because I thought he was the least. Um, my least favorite in the first movie, and he's also my least favorite here. But that being said, he's still more interesting than he was the first time. So they're, they're, they 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 definitely improved him, but not enough.
0: Right? I would say I would say yeah. I would say he is the least interesting always uh, from the the group. Um, mm. but I would say Rat Rat Girl Rat Catcher is second to last, I guess.
1: Rat Catcher two. That's crazy. You're in like the vast minority because when you go to you know the fucking internet. Everyone is all team rat catcher. You're like, you know, she's the heart and soul of the team, the moral compass of the team, you know, innocent, blah, 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 all that, which is all needed for for, for the team dynamic.
0: I agree. I I, I think, I think, like I said, I think out of of all of them, she's the most like grounded, the most level headed, the most Mm -hmm. like sensible but and just in, yeah, out of, out of a period. Probably ind- the only
1: one you would hang out with outside because yes. everyone else you're like no
0: yeah <laughs> fuck no for, for sure. But I guess as a of a as a viewer who's just watching the movie as like looking for entertainment, you know, you know I'm laughing doing peacemaker scenes, I'm laughing doing bloodsport scenes, I'm laughing doing polka dot scenes, and then I'm not mm. really laughing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not really like
1: mm, mm, and, I, mm, and mm.
0: like the the you know right. I guess, I'm to not...
1: Be, yeah. I'm trying to think. To be fair, she didn't have any joke scenes. It was more of her interacting with everyone. Like, where she's about to get eaten by King Shark. Um, Yeah. And, and in her with her rat, you know, the rat trying to be friendly and everyone being like, yo, is that rat waving? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. She wasn't necessarily a joke, like, deliverer. It was more of just... I'm just here for the ride, type of thing. Right,
0: and I and I think that's what it. I guess, and and I guess for me, like you know, maybe superhero fatigue and whatever. You know, everyone giving their origin stories of where they came from and how ah, they got yep, to the yep, place. Yep. And like her, it's like my dad. He wanted you know to make rats and you know, mind control them. And the world's a cool place, but rats are. F- you know, all right, man. I seen Willard. Yeah. I right? I don't need to. I've seen Willard. <laughs> I don't need to watch Willard two. Like you know, like. <laughs>
1: My dad died of a heroin overdose. And uh, and you're like, whoa, kid. Yeah. I did like... uh, Armando had mentioned this before. He says that... um, Well, we we got into this whole weird tangent of... I think that James Gunn does comedy slash action better than Taika Waititi. Because Taika, to me, does so much comedy that he doesn't give people their... um, their moment, their serious moments. Like in Ragnarok, there were so many moments we had mentioned before where it's supposed to be like, you know, there's a sad moment and he doesn't even waste a beat, immediately a joke. Like, right, in, and you're like, what the fuck? And even in Guardians, people had their sad moments. You know, like Rocket talking about his experiments. He lets it simmer and you, you it stays sad. It doesn't go with, with Drax immediately going, ha ah, ha ha, you know, nothing. It, it's, so he does it again with this one. She's doing her sob story about her life on the bus and Armando was saying that he thought for sure, Peacemaker, because there was a scene where you see Peacemaker look up. He was like, "Oh, Peacemaker's gonna do a stupid joke, like a dick joke or something, and totally like ruin it." And then he didn't. He just sits there and kind of listens to, it and just does the nod, and that's it. And then there's that quiet moment on the bus of them still getting to their location, and right. her sad scene had a moment to like sit with you, like, "Damn, okay." And then they do the whole, "I'm gonna get you out of here alive," you know. So it's so I'm, I, I, all that right there. I'm like, "Fuck," James Gunn does comedy drama way better than taika like by far just because he gives people their moment like i don't want to laugh every five it's okay if there's a moment without me laughing it's it's okay taika you know i mean
0: i mean with what's that what's that nazi movie he did
1: jojo jojo rabbit
0: you don't think Jojo had some good like moments to reflect on like the terrors of Nazi Germany? I think so.
1: The only time, so spoiler alert for those that haven't seen Jojo, the <laughs> only moment, <laughs> the only moment that made me go, oh, here we go, was obviously the moment with the mom. Right. But then I don't I don't remember how fast it was, but it felt <laughs> like that night he already forgot about it because it was he was pretty, already. It was pretty quick. I would. I'm not
0: gonna lie. It was like. I think Yeah I think the next scene is like the Germans coming to his house and they're making jokes they're like
1: something like like, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think it was exactly that scene, but it was definitely something like that. But you know what I mean? It's just like damn, can I be sad for like two minutes? (laughs)
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I I I agree with you. I think all right, all right. I agree that that James Gunn is better at doing both. I think Tyka mm-hmm. is better overall at doing comedy.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just that when you tackle a certain subject or a certain moment that should be serious, Tyka can't do it. Even in... I know we're on a Tyka tangent, but I'm going to continue real quick. Even in <laughs> The Mandalorian, remember we talked about it, The Mandalorian where, yeah. where... where 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 Homie gets killed. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, man, it's a sad moment. The very next episode after that cliffhanger is directed by taika and what does he do stormtroopers missing a shot and they're making fun of it and i'm like Tommy just died why can't we get a moment to mourn his death now we're now we're laughing at stormtroopers terrible uh, uh right. you know aiming it's like fuck you taika dude <laughs> so time and time again he's done it and <laughs> You know, he's doing Thor four, and he says it's the most me script I've ever written, and I'm just like, God damn it!
0: <laughs> he he he's definitely one. He's definitely like a, a George Lucas kind of guy. Where I mean, he's I would say he's better at this point. Cause George Lucas, mm, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. At, at, at this but point, he's definitely a
0: guy that like writes his the way he writes, but he needs like at least like one person. I think for overall, he nails most of what he
1: does. Uh, I, I I yeah for sure. I
0: think he he nails everything he does. I just think I agree with you. I think when it comes to like blending like a dramedy or like moments of sadness or moments of uh, impactful moments, you're right. He doesn't he has let no it. Control. He, he doesn't have. He's like I need to make a I need to make a fart joke right now. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Ooh,
1: so, awkward. Oh okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah,
0: and I I agree with you. I I for sure think he needs to um let that kind of stuff just like yeah. sit there. Um, anyways
1: i know that was a bit of tangent but i know we mentioned taika because he is in the movie he's Ratcatcher one so it kind of like all swerved in a somewhat uh, relatable thing <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but, um but yeah, but yeah i so, was pretty much
1: just giving james gunn a compliment of like he does a great job of mixing tone together uh in, in a great way
0: yeah i i agree i agree i think i think
1: uh D- dave filoni
0: what's
1: the other guy's name feige john Farrow. john Farrow farrell oh john favreau yeah yeah john, yeah.
0: john Farrow. like you know all of them i think you know they're all obviously like it, it, was, it was like a rush Rushmore of like superhero movies like those those the guys on it and i think out of like them i i, I you know I, I i think james good to me i'm not i don't get excited for like his stuff you know Mm. I just that, Guardians was is is to me the best he's ever done, and two was okay, and then this is like akin mm-hmm. to to Guardians two, or maybe a bit better than Guardians two. I think. I think this is a bit better. Than I
1: Guardians say this two. is this is better than two. Right. Yeah, this is better than two.
0: So yeah, so I mean, you know, I give him, you know, give him his flowers, flower, you know, give him his dues. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a great director. I just, you know, out of the Mount Rushmore of uh, superhero directors, yeah. he's to me That's like. Fair. The bottom tier.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, so let's get into the actual villain. We find out who the main villain is. And it's Starro the Conqueror. Which I know you don't really know who that is. I don't know if you remember him from the animations. Like Justice League and all that.
0: Nope.
1: Oh. Probably. So, but no. Yeah. So the reason why um, it's pretty significant that he's there. Is because when Justice League first came out back in silver age of comics when they first did their crossover comic the first villain they fought was starro the conqueror which is that just that this giant fucking starfish that let out these tiny little starfishes that get to your face and then bam you're under its command and it's all like one single organism you know and like 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 uh this dude like doctor who mentioned an extension of itself so um
0: like doctor who mentioned
1: Yeah, because, right, Thinker is the actor that played as Doctor Who at one point. But uh, Peter Capaldi. (laughs) The the disrespect. (laughs) Yeah, Doctor Who. (laughs) So uh, I just love that. I love that that it's like this is a Justice League level villain. And fuck that. We're going to have my Z-list villain tier Suicide Squad run into it. And uh, fuck it. Let's see what happens, you know. And uh, I thought that was great and that um um fuck was i gonna say oh yes i loved the uh again going back to his slither horror roots there's that scene where you know they're inside and you're looking at the experiments and you get to see uh the experiments that doctor who does on everyone where it's like uh they still have the star on their face and he's like dissecting them like ripping it off just to see like what makes them tick that's like that body horror level of shit that you see in slither and you're like oh there it is there's that hard rated R going on. And uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. Because uh, there, there were a lot of moments where I kept forgetting what movie I was watching. And then when moments like that happen, I'm like, oh, yep. This is the hard R James Gunn shit that we were promised, which is great. So, um, But yeah, I, I, I love that when the, the star actually breaks out, it's just this huge fucking thing. This guy even references it, you know, the kaiju And uh, it looks ridiculous and menacing at the same time. So you're like, I don't know whether to laugh or like, oh, okay. It's kind of like, looks silly, but I guess it's kind of cool. But it's like, it was just very weird. And I know that was kind of the gist. That's the point of it. And I really like that. Fun fact, actually, now that I mentioned the kaiju thing, the guy that's the scientist, not scientist, what am I talking about? The one that works under Waller. That's the one with the beard and the glasses that we got a kaiju up in this bitch. He's actually the mocap model for King Shark. Because the dude's fucking huge. Ah. Uh, I thought that was kind of okay. cool. Because I, I, follow, I, I followed a couple of the actors. And they were showing a lot of behind the scenes. And I saw him running around with a mocap suit. And I'm like, oh, that's the fucker that, you know, was working under Waller. So I thought that was a cool little behind the scenes thing there. But we finally get to see Ratcatcher save the day. And we get to see what the fuck was the point of the whole um, Javelin. Which was like a real, you know, the whole thing from the beginning. Right. The whole Chekhov's gun thing of like, this needs to be useful at one point. And that's when she finally gets it. That's the only thing strong enough to penetrate the eye, which is another really cool, visually stunning scene of like, wow, this is really beautiful and also really fucking gross at the same time. Right. And with just the rats floating and her floating in there, I thought it was a great, great scene of like beauty and horror, uh, beauty and body horror, like all in the same thing, which is what James Gunn does best. So I just thought that was pretty badass and uh essentially makes you think that she could have just saved the day completely i was just checking my charge i'm still good um <clears throat> and oh what did you think about them actually killing brick flag did you care not really shocking
0: um no not really i mean <laughs> yeah i get which is really what marvel
1: will be doing no doubt yeah
0: yeah so it really doesn't matter at this point what they do or who they kill off or yeah. whatever because their their movies are just so all over the place and I think at that I think at this point they should just say that they should just be like, hey, these are all just standalones or whatever I think the worst thing right. I think the worst thing that they're doing is tying them honestly you know
1: I, I I don't I think they're doing what you're saying I don't think they're tying them anymore because think about it you know you had Joker that's out in its own thing you have robert pattinson batman coming out which is also its own thing and then you got this one that kind of ties in but kind of doesn't so yeah i feel that they're slowly going the direction that you just mentioned where they're just like you know what fuck it creativity first and then everything else after the only yeah. one that's still gra- hanging on dangling on to anything is flash that's coming out
0: right but there's nothing else like it's there i mean i think there's, a, there's obviously aquaman 2 in the making
1: Right, and there's Shazam 2, and then there's Black Adam, but I think they're just going to mess around with things, like, you know, The Rock has so much power behind him now as far as, like, making movies, he wants Zack Snyder's universe to be a thing, and he's like, no, this needs to be a thing, so who knows, maybe his movie is going to push to tie in more into that one than any of the others, but... Right, You're right. Yeah. At this point, it doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're they're just they they've dropped the ball so much of like trying to tie them in, not trying to tie them in, and it. it really Let's be Marvel. Not, Let's
1: not be Marvel. Yeah, yeah.
0: It really is all over the place, um, and you know, it, it it kind of reminds me of what Lucas Films did with like
1: mm. the Last
0: Jedi and. Um, the fucking other one the skywalker rise yeah, skywalker, R- R- rise of skywalker how, force how Awakens. they're they yeah. started exp- they started explaining shit like between movies and like or they'll release mm-hmm. articles of like oh yeah this will happen here or, or this happens here and like yeah. uh, the fuck that's it what doesn't happens matter. when you
1: don't plan out a universe like
0: yeah like it doesn't yeah. matter like, M- it
1: just, marvel planned their shit out and star wars didn't and look what happened and dc didn't and look what's happening so, yeah, yeah. so
0: So. yeah so it, it really doesn't matter cause like then you know like I said you could literally they could make another Suicide Squad movie and have a like, flag in it be like oh this is before that mission and that's it they that could. is it they that it's <laughs> they all really could. cause yeah. this mission what the, all the only oh, no, the only thing they reference is that the, he shot Superman and Harley is broken up with the Joker that's it
1: right right so which uh really, Yes, someone mentioned in Easter egg that she has a tattoo in her back. That in the first Suicide Squad, you see that it says "Property of Joker," and if you look at the back tattoo, you can tell that she tattooed over it and put "Property of No One," like like as like a cover-up tat. So, right.
0: I mean, so I mean, they're, but they're really like okay. So from Suicide Squad to the this Suicide Squad, it could be, huh? It could be five years, ten years. It doesn't matter. It could right. be six years, seven years. It doesn't matter. So they can literally mm. make another Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and bring back everybody again, and be like, "Oh, this is before that time." They can bring, they yeah. can put those characters in any time because obviously the sequel movies to Shazam, um, um, Aquaman two, and whatever they're taking place almost probably immediately after those events, right? But Suicide Squad yeah. literally could be like years. Anywhere, yeah. Anywhere, yeah. anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, it could
0: so it doesn't matter what they do in this movie so yeah
1: yeah it it surprised me they killed him off because you know i thought he was going to be till the end but it i didn't care it just surprised me because i thought oh he's going to be one of the ones that survive because he's he's a known face the fact that they kill him i'm like oh okay he wasn't that interesting anyways but then i i found out that in the original run of the comics he actually dies in like a building explosion, and the building is the is Jotunheim, which is the same building they were in when this happened. So I'm like, oh, so that's just a reference that he was always supposed to die in this mission. Okay, cool. I didn't right. I didn't know that because I didn't read that full run, but um, but yeah, uh, I thought for sure they killed Peacemaker till I saw that after credits because I did know that James Gunn was doing a show. But I thought the show was a prequel at that point. I'm like, man, they killed this dude. Oh, well, it's a prequel of how he got arrested, uh, origin, blah, 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 what we mentioned earlier. But I guess not. Now when you look at the after credits, he's in the hospital. So he's going to get his own show. And apparently Gunn is shooting for a season two. So I guess we'll see how that goes. I don't really have that much of an interest in it. But the fact that it's James Gunn and I really like this movie and I like everything he's done so far... Um, I'm I'm up for the ride. I'm I'm more intrigued than excited. So I'll 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 be watching it day one.
0: Yeah, I mean I agree. I think um in general I don't keep up with that much DC uh stuff anyway. I don't keep up with like the shows or the movies too much. You know um I didn't watch the Harley Quinn show. I think Titans is back. So I mean unless this gets like rave reviews or and this is like essentially like. Um, they say it's like must watch TV then yeah then maybe I'll be I'll be tuning in for it but like I don't see myself like going back and watching it unless like it's highly highly like recommended right. um, so like you know it, it's just at this point with like there's just so much like I think at this point like between Marvel and DC I'm already more in, inclined to watch a Marvel show than a DC show so unless this is getting like, hey, this is like much-watched TV or this changed the landscape of the DCU. Like
1: rave reviews, right?
0: Yeah, like, you know, because I said Titans is out, Harley Quinn's out. I'm not watching any of that kind of stuff. I and mean, even though they're getting like decent reviews, yeah. I just don't really care for it.
1: Yeah, Titans, I'll give a go and see what's up. But Harley Quinn, I do recommend. It's uh, it's funny. It's like Adult Swim type humor. I think you'll, you'll dig that one. Yeah. And that's the infamous one where Batman was supposed to go down on Catwoman, but they cut it. You know that whole controversy.
0: Yeah, Batman doesn't have sex or oral sex, which is okay.
1: Uh so, no. It was uh, superheroes don't do that. So there you have it, ladies. Don't date a superhero. They don't. They They don't, they, they don't reciprocate.
0: Right. <laughs> that's so stupid.
1: Yeah, that was dumb. Like, what, what are you talking about? He said, and then he went in deeper, saying that, oh, you can't sell like toys of people that do that. Some shit like you can't sell action figures of people that do that. I'm just like, that's it doesn't make any sense.
0: You can though I mean it's such a weird thing Like it's, it's such a weird thing With sex in, At least in America Where Sex is like the most Common thing That people do Like the most natural thing You can do And right. no one is Pretty much everybody's here Because of sex Essentially Almost everybody right. So So like I don't understand The taboo of sex right so like in TV, and, and,
1: and every other country will show something of any kind and then we're like whoa yeah you like, can no, show can't. a we... decapitated head you could show those guts but don't you dare right don't you
0: and it, dare? It's, it, it's so weird and then the thing <laughs> if is, if you show like, in
1: a it, it, actually the rule is you cannot show an erect penis like obviously we saw a dick in this movie when the guy got shot but god forbid the guy's a little excited like whoa 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 nc-17 son uh-uh
0: <laughs> it's 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 very. It, I don't know. I I just find that very strange in general. It's just like not to yeah. get off a tangent into something else, but I, we, we yeah. have this weird culture where we where we where it's okay to show drugs and like and everything. Alcohol. Everything except that. Yeah. A- everything. Everything. Exactly. And the, mm-hmm. and like the thing is like we have so much terrible vices. You know what I'm saying? Like like al- like drinking alcohol. Like is something that like I've noticed that on in TV or in general, it's becoming like a fun thing. Like like you know like there's like wine and wine becoming really cool and like you know like it's becoming such a cool thing but like this is technically a drug that affects you and then we have like
1: i will say on the flip side they've been removing smoking as like a
0: smoke yeah smoke yeah which is which is which has been happening for for a while but like yeah. and even still, in
1: uh even in this movie, there's the scene where Bloodsport's talking about killing someone in one hit, and then he goes, you know, he asks for the smoke just so he can get close to him, and then he fucking headbutts him and kills him in one hit, and then he starts coughing, he's like, I don't smoke. And it's like, see kids, Bloodsport is cool and he doesn't smoke. So don't smoke, kids.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean I, I agree. I think like with smoking, whatever, like, like, stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, they got away from it. But then we still show like harmful things to like the meat like kids and media whatever and like sex especially between two consenting adults is like the most natural thing that we can do as people Mm -hmm. and we're like oh no we can't show like like watching spartacus and watching all those dicks it was like whoa like we're actually showing dicks now right
1: yeah 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 it's like whoa Whoa, very risque stars, what right you exactly doing? not that yeah, you know what yeah. I'm
0: saying, like, but still, like not that I'm like <clears throat> looking for dicks in my in my movies, but I'm just saying like we just why are we shaming like right. the like sex
1: yeah. if if h b if hBO shows like three hundred titties a show, yeah. then where where where's the equality? I, 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 I get where you're going <laughs> Where's
0: the dick equality? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. I just want some dick equality.
1: If you're nude, I'm nude. Everyone's nude. Just, just yeah. all right. That's a hell of a tangent we just did, but fuck it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, let's, uh, let's 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 wrap it up, <laughs> shall we? Uh-huh. Um,
1: we're, we're just continuing this now. All right. Yes.
0: <laughs> um. So overall, yeah, man. Uh, good movie. Uh. Pretty solid. Um. I think. Um. I'm interested to see what James. Obviously, it seems like James Gunn has been brought into the DC fold. Uh, yeah. with this which is good uh, I think um, as, as far as uh, directors in the DC EU whatever I think he's definitely needed uh, more people like him are definitely needed in that yeah. um, in that regard so I'm interested to see what he does next um right and overall um, yeah I think this is one of the strongest films in the in the DC yeah.
1: I agree I agree definitely top tier of all the DC films they've had uh, you know post, Dark Knight trilogy is what well. whenever we mention DC films, that's kind of what we're talking about. Post Dark Knight, this is definitely um, <clears throat> one of the strongest ones. Um, and I do agree, I'm also like, obviously, they called him back and they said, Hey, we need you on another DC project. And I don't think he's gonna do any of the big hitters, I don't think he's gonna touch Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I don't think he's gonna touch any of that shit. I think he's gonna keep going like very weird. And one theory I saw online that was pretty cool is there's one called dialed H for hero. And the gist is that this guy goes into a phone booth, dials this fucking number, and then the phone booth gives him a random power. And he's just a random fucking hero. And it's just completely bonkers idea. I wouldn't even put it past it that he read that and he's like, Hell yeah, let's do some weird shit. So right. I feel like that's I mean, the I, level and of I, his I, humor.
0: I think I think since, you know, what they've done with the DCEU are at this point. Superman has been established. Batman has been established. Wonder Woman mm-hmm. has been established, and like not Aquaman, just establishing like Flash. one one mm-hmm. film. They've been established in several films at this point. So they have a tone. Mm-hmm. They have a character. Him working on those films would be like a different voice. Like it wouldn't go right unless they reboot those characters in different ways or whatever. Right. And I think the only yeah. person that he kind of fits kind of is the Flash. Like if he would if he would helm. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, the Flash mm-hmm. or Shazam, he only fits like that as far as what he's known for, he only fits like mm-hmm. those two characters. Unless he'll uh, really, agree with that. Yeah, unless he really tries to like, I guess, um challenge himself to do something more grounded and more serious, he he's he's in the realm of like Flash or as those main characters if he wants to mm-hmm. tackle those. But I don't see them sense. him doing that just because. Yeah, I don't already, see him doing those yeah they're just already established and then you know you once you do something that's already not yours you get judged upon it like i don't think he wants any Mm -hmm. of that i think he wants to just sit in the realm of like this is my shit and i have so
1: and that's why they pretty much gave him this project and i know you're saying that you know this is my shit but he technically took suicide squad from david ayer but what did he do he fucking lit it up within the first couple minutes so yeah he definitely made it its own He's like, all right, this is everything you established. I'm gonna blow it all up and make it myself. So, right. and I and and I don't see him doing that with any of the properties you mentioned. So, right, agreed. He'll he'll do something else. I'm yeah. excited to see it.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, all right, guys. So that ends our episode. Hope you like all our tangents and random shit we talked about. Uh, let us know <laughs> if you like the movie. Um, obviously, you can follow us on social media on and Heroes. And uh, yeah, catch you next time on another episode of Popcorn Heroes.
1: Bye bye.
0: Later, guys.